You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the unique bilingual nature of our city's culture, sharing the voices and thoughts of young people growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 3. Our theme is Mental Health and Me. Welcome again to our season three, where we are sitting down to talk to young people across Hong Kong around mental health issues. And today we have Tiasha to join us. Welcome. Hi. Um, Tiasha, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so my name is Tiasha. I am 16 and I go to West Island School in Hong Kong. I was born here and I am Indian from India. Yeah. Very cool. And would you say that you are first generation, second generation, seventh generation Indian, Hong Konger? Um, I am second generation, so my parents were born here. Okay. Um, yeah. Very nice. Um, and do you have siblings? Yeah, I have two younger brothers. Ooh, what's that like <laughs> being the older sister? <laughs> well, I have a lot of power at home, which is nice, but um, yeah, sometimes quite annoying. <laughs> and what's the age difference between you and your younger siblings? Um, so my middle brother is three years younger than me, and my youngest brother is seven years younger than me. Wow, yeah. that is actually a pretty big gap. I mean, sometimes like older siblings will always say, oh yeah, it's really annoying, you know. What's that like for you guys at home? It's surprising, but me and my youngest brother have a better relationship. We have like like similar personalities and we often find that the both of us are annoying my middle brother more <laughs> um, which he finds quite annoying but um, otherwise it's quite fun it's nice to be with like a different gender that it's just like at a different age and yeah. hearing what they have to say about different things it's yeah. nice you now are in high school um, what was that transition like for you from primary school and then to secondary school well, I went to Glen Ely, which is a primary school in Hong Kong, and most of them, most of the students go to island school, and my parents decided that they wanted to move me to a different secondary school, and so that shift was a bit difficult because all of my friends had moved to another secondary school, and I went to West Island and I knew about three people. And I was so nervous on my first few weeks of school because I had I had no idea who they were and I was split from my best friends that I'd been in primary school with. Yeah. Um, but as like the years went on and I think by year nine, I was so grateful for the fa for moving mm. because it allowed me to meet so many new people mm. and kind of get out of that bubble that you create in primary school and explore different other people yeah 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 no it's i mean it, it's good and bad isn't it you know sometimes people get to go to the same school with the same friends all throughout from primary to secondary yeah. but i guess here in hong kong you know we don't really have that luxury because we just switch schools yeah you know so it's like you have to figure out your own friendship circles you know all over again um and you know um do you feel settled now in secondary school i do you know? and i've noticed that the friends that I was closest to in primary school, I still do try and keep in contact with them because that relationship did really matter to me. And some of the people that I don't really is just, they were part of my childhood. Yeah. And I remember them as people that were there with me in primary school. Yeah. yeah. And do you think you're going to stay in Hong Kong? I mean, it sounds like it's home for your whole family. Um, do you think you're gonna stay here? Yeah. I. I have like an emotional attachment to Hong Kong, <laughs> like moving anywhere else is 
um, such a weird thought to me, but yeah, I really do love it here. And especially because my parents grew up here, they went to island school. So they're also part of that international school um, community and they understand yeah. that. So I think just being in that bubble and that like, um, is really cool. Yeah. Well, it sounds like, you know, you've also kind of grown up in that sort of family, mm -hmm. you know, almost uh, or yeah. community of international schools. When you think about, you know, your own school environment, you know, and, and the season we're specifically talking about mental health, um, what is your school like for creating an environment to allow young people like yourself to talk about mental health? Well, um, I think over the years, I've really found out about how good the school is at um, trying to maintain good mental health within the students. Um, a few years ago, there was an incident at the school that caused a lot of people to really start opening up about mental health issues and mostly about anxiety, depression, and suicide. Mm -hmm. um, and although it was quite sad, that event, it really opened up a lot of discussions for the school. And since then, they've been really on top of things and opening and like letting kids express themselves about their feelings and emotions and providing different outlets for them in school, which has been really helpful. Yeah, and well, so what's your encounter, you know, with, with mental health, uh, if, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, um, so I recently just um, started seeing a school counselor and just at, at, since the school, opens it up to so many people. And I think just being able to express to um, someone that doesn't really know you that well has been really helpful. Mm. Um, just to talk about schoolwork, who understands the environment that you're in, in mm. school, yeah. um, helping with like little stresses or um, incidents that you have in school, it's just been very helpful to talk to someone about it. That's really great. I mean, yeah. a lot of times, you know, when we talk to young people, they'd be like, school counselor, uh, I don't really want to talk to them because they're going to tell my parents. Mm -hmm. What is your view on that? You know, did you go through that thought process as well yourself? Um, I have a pretty open relationship with my parents. I like to think that we are quite open with each other. Um, so that wasn't really a concern for me. It was mostly just being able to talk to someone that didn't know me from before mm -hmm. and was able to just listen and not give any advice or in interpretations because sometimes you just need someone to sit there and listen to you yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's also kind of a, a relief as well you know when you find somebody who is really their job is to be there to listen to you you mm -hmm. know especially when there's so much going on in the yeah. world right um, and how long have you um, been open to speaking to a counselor um i think it's almost been two years now that's great. Yeah. And sometimes it's, um, well, me and my school counselor have built a relationship and she knows that I'm quite creative. So we do a lot of art in our sessions, which is another great release that I find has really helped me. Yeah. Um, well, tell us about yeah. your creativity. How uh, do you use that to release your or improve your mental health? Um, well, I've always been really creative since I was a kid. And I think just going through exams, I've recently did my GCSEs. And I oh, chose, yes. <laughs> thank you. I took IGCSE textiles and I found that I really enjoyed um, sewing and like fashion design. Mm. And so since then, even though I don't take it now and I'm doing the IB course, um, I still find myself doing it in my spare time because I find it very therapeutic to just sit there and it's in, I enjoy it a lot and it's creative, allows me to express myself. 
Yeah, I think it's um, very interesting because a lot of, you know, recently there's been a lot of these, um, you know, drawing books, you know, or coloring books, you know, for people who are creative and it helps with mindfulness. Um, Is that sort of the stuff that you're talking about? Yeah, my mom is very pro all of that stuff. So she was the one that kind of got me started into that. Um, And we were doing coloring books together and often I found that doing it with someone, I often did it with her. Um, was quite helpful because even if we didn't talk, we had music in the background and we'd just be coloring or doing some artwork. Um, and even yoga sometimes mm-hmm. is quite relaxing to do. Oh, that's yeah. pretty cool. I mean, a, a lot of times, you know, I don't know, when you think young people, you don't necessarily equate yoga. So how did that happen for you? <laughs> well, um, again, it's something I've, I had been doing since I was young. And my mom's friend's a yoga teacher, so I often went with my friend. And I think doing it with someone is really helpful. It really motivates you to keep going. And it keeps it fun as well. Like our yoga lessons were not serious and sometimes not even quiet. You just hear me and my friend giggling at the back (laughs) of the class. Yeah, yeah, so I think that that really helped. And I noticed that after it, I felt so energetic. We'd go get like a nice coffee or a piece of cake or something afterwards, so. Thanks for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. See you next time.